Welcome back to the Duke Box. This is your host Kunal and we have an absolutely banger of an episode lined up for you guys. Now, over to one of the greatest men that I've ever come to know, tennis prodigy, it's Adi Sachdeva to start our introduction. Thanks Kunal. Hey fellas, it's Adi and with us today are your well-known year 9s. Your talented, overworked, sleep-deprived SRC executives. We have both Adrian Nguyen and Kunal Gupta who've put up with us this entire year. He's one of the well-known icons in our cohort. We have Armand Singh, your serial guru and special case-sponsored star, your tireless SRC rep, Noah Pappas. And finally, a top-notch swimmer slash debater, everyone's favourite vertically challenged friend, it's Ravine Wathanachi. The Jukebox In this episode, we will be going through a couple of segments, including the AFL season, in which we had the chance to interview a well-renowned guest speaker with over 13,000 followers on many social media platforms, so be sure to tune in for that. This will be followed by an interesting new segment, Noah's Cereal Review, where we will find out Noah's top 5 cereals, some mind games, and finally some anecdotes shared by us all. Kick back, relax, and enjoy this extra-long special edition episode of The Duke Box. So, how are you guys doing today? I'm doing fine, Kunal. Thanks for asking. Been pretty bored this quarantine around. What about you, Arman? I'm feeling great, and I hope everyone else is feeling the same here listening. Yeah, well, today, me and Shazza went down to Bunyan's to grab a snack. But when we got there, they were all sold out. We was desolate. Aww. Yeah, I mean... It's also a bit devo that Love Island is over. It was fun while it lasted. <laughs> At least we have The Bachelor to make us nauseous. Yeah, uh, hasn't that show gone online? But I heard it's like nowhere near as good. But remember everyone, Ranga lives do matter. Amen to that. Alrighty, how about we just get into it in the first segment with your weekly dose of Friday 40. Yes, agreed Adrian. How disappointing was it watching the Saints lose twice in a row? In two absolute stinkers of matches. Oh my god, as a Saints fan myself, this definitely is home. I was devo. Look, it's taken us a hot minute to bounce back though, but what footy teams do we all go for? Well, I don't mean to flex, but I'm a 10-year supporter of the Blues. Damn. Well, like every other Curry family. Well, so the cat's in. Well, what are your thoughts on the season so far with all the dramatic changes and stuff? I think we can all agree that the highlight of this season was having Jack Steele sign on for another two years. Totally agree with you there, Ravine. But I think it's time to hear our guest speaker's thoughts. He's a footy expert, podcaster, and Saints supporter, good on him, who goes under the tag at Saints TV. We know him as Jake. I've prepared him with some questions and topics to talk about, and here it is. Hey Melbourne, hi, it's Jake from Saints TV. If you haven't heard of me, I run a Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Spotify page for um, St. Kilda supporters. So if you're a Saints fan in the AFL, uh, you might have heard of me and you might have watched some of my videos or listened to the Saints TV podcast. But basically, I watch the games, I preview the games, and I review the games right after they happen. So it's a live review on Facebook, and a lot of people tune in and comment. We have you know good banter, good chats, and um, all around it's a bit of fun just to just to forget about the rest of life and just have a bit of fun with footy. Um, I've been invited on to the Dukebox podcast, so thanks to Artie for reaching out and getting me on. 
he sent me a few questions uh, about footy in general and um, yeah I'm more than happy to go through them now and and give you my thoughts so season so far it's been geez it's been a bit of a crazy one hasn't it with the the lockdown coronavirus no footy in Melbourne no crowds you know it's very weird watching St Kilda my team every week in Queensland and Adelaide and all over the country and, and not Melbourne um, I really miss footy and I, I can't wait for, for it to come back to Melbourne hopefully next season and, and fans can go to games again and we can all you know get together and, and, and enjoy the footy together uh, Premiership prediction jeez oh, it's a hard one I'd love to say St Kilda but after yesterday's performance uh, probably not ready just yet for that uh, right now Richmond are looking good again you know they're peaking at the right time they started a bit shaky at the start of the year and um, now they're getting their players back from injury and they had a really good win against a very good West Coast team on the weekend and, and they're looking like they're peaking at the perfect time um, to finish top four and then you know go for their third premiership in four years which would be amazing if they achieved that um, Brownlow medalist prediction I'm going to go with the St Kilda player. I'm not being biased, or you probably think I am, but uh, Jack Steele's probably a big one for me. He's probably polled in, in almost every game. You know, the last two weeks St Kilda have lost, but he was best on ground against Brisbane in a loss last week, and I think he's going to poll at least one or two votes last night in another loss. Um, so, you know, he, he's polled in, in most of our wins, but if he's polling in losses as well, that's equally as, if not more important. Um, and I think he's going he's gonna to at least get top three, top four in the Brownlow um, this year. Lockie Neal would obviously be the favorite at the moment, but I think Jack Steele um, and, you know, possibly uh, Nat Fife or someone like that could, could be there as well as tra- Travis Boak from, from Port Adelaide. He's had a great year as well, and Port Adelaide have, have won a lot of games, so that helps him there as well. Thoughts on players, clubs, coaches? Uh, you know... I'll give you my, my most hated clubs, Melbourne and Geelong. So if any of you out there listening follow those clubs, I'm sorry. I just can't handle it. The fact that we've lost to both of them this season is really upsetting. Um, but I think, you know, in general, a lot of the players and coaches this season have had to adapt. It's It's been a very unique season. A lot of players have been away from their families for long periods. You know, some of them have got children on the way. Um, you know, their wives are pregnant and, and they're... You know, they're struggling being distant from that. And I think, you know, we forget that, you know, players are humans and and they're going through a tough time, you know, like us. You know, we're away from our family and we don't get to see them. We're in lockdown as well. So it's, it's tough for everyone. So I think, you know, everyone's just had to adapt and we've done the best with, you know, with what we've got. Um, and hopefully now with the numbers dropping with cases in Victoria that, you know, soon enough we can go back to, you know, life as we knew it, uh, you know, get back to as normal as it used to be. Um, my Instagram, YouTube, I'll just do a quick shout out before I go. Uh, my Instagram is Saints TV official. So if you're a St. Kilda supporter or just a lover of football in general and, you know, you want to check it out, head to Instagram, Saints TV official. YouTube, it's Saints TV. So all of my reviews and previews are on there so you can catch up and, and watch them there. Um, and the most exciting thing that I've done this year is start a podcast um, on Spotify, iTunes. It's on all of the, the streaming platforms out there. It's called Saints TV Podcast. It's myself, Marshy, another Saints fan, and Joycey, also another Saints fan who hosts it. Um, and we, you know, we get together every Tuesday night and we have a great chat about the weekend's game. 
Um, you know, depending on if we win or lose, sometimes we're upset, sometimes we're happy, uh, but it's good to just, just to chat to the guys and, and review the games and then obviously preview the upcoming Saints game that weekend. So if you're a Saints fan and you haven't heard of that, definitely get on it. Hopefully you enjoy all of that content. And again, thanks to Artie for inviting me on and, and I hope you're all well and you stay safe and healthy. Thanks. What a legend he is, and a huge thank you to him for taking the time to record this segment. Be sure to check him out. Let's move on to the next segment. Okay, fellas, we actually have something very special for you lined up. As you know, we do have our very own D-celebrity, D-grade celebrity in our midst. Fresh from signing a brand deal with Special K, it's Noah Pappas. So don't be surprised if you see him popping up on the telly anytime soon. Anyway, every episode of The Jukebox from now, Noah will be counting down his top five cereals in a world exclusive. So make sure every episode you keep your ears peeled for what breakfast delight your superstar recommends. Thank you, Ravine, for that dapper intro. And might I say how nice you're looking today? Oh, you might. <laughs> yes. Well, our first cereal delight is essentially a layer upon layer block of obscure, flaky pieces of grain that turn soggy pretty quickly. And when it turns soggy, it truly wreaks havoc in one's mind. As much as I love this uh, nice bowl of cereal with some cut bananas and berries, hell, maybe even a cup of freshly squeezed OJ, I can't help but die inside at the thought of these brick-like blocks of cereal turning to mush after five minutes of its idleness in the milk. So for number five on the list is Wheat Bix. Be sure to tune in next episode for me to announce number four. <coughs> How dare you do that to the most holy and prestigious cereal ever made? Yeah, you really did Wheat Bix dirty, man. What do you mean? Wheat Bix shouldn't have even made the top five. Noah, if Milo's not number one, I'm going to be throwing some constructive criticism your way. No, no, no. A bowl of cornflakes is undefeated and you can't change my mind. No, Fruit Loops all the way. They're so good. Okay, now, now, boys, I don't see you making posts on your Instagram. Oh, wow. On that salty note, let's move on to some games. Welcome to the weekly dose of brain freezes, boys. Let's start off with something simple. A farmer has 17 sheep, but all nine die. How many are left? Kunal, I've heard some rumors. Surely you would know. Hey, not cool. I live in a very developed and modernized farmhouse. I only have eight cows out back. Yeah, I knew your uncle owned a slaughterhouse canal. Oh, please don't go there, Ravine. That brings some really traumatizing memories. You have Wilbur's blood on your hands. Just remember that. Guys, it's 17. Sheep don't die. <laughs> Wrong. It was actually 9. Another one for you, Kunal. Mike is a butcher. He's 5 foot 10. What does he weigh? Well, since he's a butcher, he's probably overweight. Probably around 90, 95 kilos. I've never seen a skinny butcher. <laughs> He's 5'10", Ravine, you should watch out. I actually come from a very long line of butchers, and not a single one of them is underneath 100 kilos. You're all wrong, but so very close. The answer was me. Butchers weigh their meat. Okay, here's a would you rather. Close. Would you rather take a guaranteed 100k or a 50% chance of getting 1 million I would personally take 50% chance of a million dollars any day of the week. Well, I'll go with the 100k because why risk it all? Well, you see, Noah, you can't really do that much with 100k and you should take your chances. You know what they say, go big or go home. 
Yeah, I guess that's fair. But everyone's going to remember the fact that you could have got 100k, but you fumbled a bag, so pick wisely. Whoa, okay. Okay. I have cities, but no houses. Mountains, but no trees. Water, but no fish. What am I? Oh, I know this. Is it a message describing the impending doom our Earth faces as a result of our years of global warming, carbon emissions, excessive pollution, and lack of fundamental ideas to fight these existential crises? Um, I think it's a map. Well done, Kunal. It was a map. There we go. Okay. Here's an impossible riddle for you guys. If Teresa's daughter is my daughter's mother, why am I to Teresa? Wait, wait, wait. If, if, if Teresa's daughter is my daughter's mother, you're, you're Teresa, right? Damn, feels like I haven't gone to school in months. Huh, what's the answer? It was actually Teresa's daughter. Maybe that riddle was a bit too hard for you guys. Sorry, guys. Oh, yeah, that, that makes sense. That makes sense. Alrighty, boys. Um, I have a couple of jokes prepared for you all, so let's give them a shot. Um, what is blue and not heavy? Is it a sperm whale? <laughs> sperm. Is it my tears? Nah, guys, a light blue. <laughs> right, okay, I got another one for you. Um, what do sprinters eat before their races? Tell us. Nothing, they're fast. Oh my god. <coughs> this is so corny. Okay, 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 another one, another one. What do you call a sketchy Italian neighborhood? Never oh. been to one. The spaghetto. Oh. Uh, uh, I, 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 I got a good one for you. What has two butts and kills people? I don't know, Artie. What has two it's, butts and kills people? Say it. An assassin. <coughs> I, 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 last one, last one, last one. I, I, I promise. What do you call a cow that twitches? Beef jerky. <laughs> wow, that was absolutely terrible. Let's just segue to something else. Yeah, I agree with you there, Noah. So this segment is actually a new inclusion that we thought we'd add, um, with some interesting stories for us all to share. So I think I'll start off. So I have a friend who I've known since I was very little. One day when he was six, I was at his house when he got this absolutely god-awful stomach pain. I mean, he was literally rolling over, over in pain. So his mum took him and me to the doctor's office, where the doctor took one look at him and told her to take, her, take him to the ER. About halfway to the hospital, my friend suddenly let rip the loudest, most powerful fart any of us have ever heard. I swear to God, he levitated. We thought the leather in the car seat had ripped off entirely, and after a good 30 seconds of intense farting, he looked at his mum and said, I feel better now. Damn, reminds me of all the cows back on the farm. Ayo, hey, bear with me, but that sounds a little nasty. For 30 seconds of fighting, how's that even possible, man? Yeah, um, thanks for sharing, Ravine. That was, that was quite the interesting <clears> thing. <throat> Alright, for the next story, I will disclose a very vulnerable time in my life that not a lot of people know about. A time where my personal space bubble was invaded. Alright, remember back in the day, we all used to take the train when we went to school? So this was just, just like any other ordinary day. I was coming back from school. It was actually a half day, which meant the carriages were very empty. You don't see that often in Melbourne, so that made me quite happy. So I got to Flinders Street and I was taking a train back home. And the whole carriage was empty and two 
elderly men decided to hop on, which is completely fine, but they chose to sit in both the seats on either side of me, despite having like 50 other seats available. It was all right. I kept my calm. I did not burst out into tears. And before I could have left to find another seat, they asked me, would you like a hug? And now before they waited for my consent, they already began the motion of hugging me. I I was deeply petrified. The very nature of my existence, I thought was going to shatter to pieces because of all the fear in my mind. Anyways, I, I ran away. I went to the other side of the carriage and then I cried and then they didn't come near me. And, and that, that was the end of the story. Wow, if you need some mental or emotional support, Kunal, we've got you, big man. I'd call that a win in my book. I'm not sure about you. Hey, hey, hey. Thank, thank you for sharing, Kunal. That was, that was definitely quite the story you had. Thank you. I, I just need some time. Uh, all right, moving on. So my story was uh, during the near start of the coronavirus pandemic when I went out in the city. Uh, this was before stage three and stage four lockdown. So yes, you should stay home and be safe. Um, I was on this train and this woman, a few seats away from me, was eyeing me down for some reason. Um, uh, during the train ride, I had a mild cough uh, that day because my throat was dry. And yes, I didn't have coronavirus then. So I cuffed a little into my elbow. However, she freaked out and the whole carriage started looking at me and they got some stares that will forever scar my life. Thank God I left the train at the next stop. Okay, Arman, that was quite the adventure you had. So thank you for sharing. Now, everyone, this is a bit catastrophically devastating to announce, but the show has now reached a conclusive end. Well, thanks for tuning in, fellas. As you can see, Kanal's going through a lot, so we might have to wait for him to say something um i hope you guys had a great time listening to us being very funny and very entertaining or not and i doubt anyone even stayed this long but if you are listening to this thank you i appreciate it so so much but don't worry guys there'll be more coming soon with more guest speakers and certainly more serial reviews we all will definitely be back soon for another episode but in the meanwhile stay safe stay home and keep tuning in on the jukebox it was a heck of a show for us all The Jukebox.